podcasts are designed to encourage anyone who listens and we particularly want to encourage women who are most often in the midst of three or four major categories in their lives. They are women, most often wives and mothers, have careers most often whether it's part-time or full-time, work from home or not, and, and lastly manage a place where they live. So the ideas that we bring here, we hope, make all of those things that fit inside your round bubble of life uh, work together. We've been talking since the fall about listening. Listening for learning and love. Listening to learn and listening to love. And today I'm going to talk to you about how listening builds stronger relationships. Listening builds stronger relationships. I wish I'd known that a friend needs my listening ears more than she needs my answers. That's my quote. That's a Donna Otto quote. You don't have to quote me on it. You could probably use it for yourself. But I don't remember when I first acknowledged, and I want to clearly say that I still trip over my talking tongue and leave my listening ears at home when a friend calls, when a friend needs me to listen, and I sometimes listen very well for a while, then I give it up, and I intervene, or I think, I've heard this before. But I, I want to convince you today by a couple of ideas and thoughts and a few passages of the scripture that Listening, listening ears is what anyone needs before, above, instead of fix-it answers. I can fix a lot of things, but fixing is not what a friend who comes to us in need really comes to us. Proverbs 12.15 says, A fool thinks he needs not advice, but a wise man listens to others. Now, that proverb says that from both sides of this conversation, if I'm the one who's coming to you in need, then I should not be foolish. I should listen to your advice, but I should also be coming to you as the wise man or the wise woman who comes to you when you are in need or I am in need and listens. And on either side of that conversation, listening still takes precedence. So if I called up my friend and say, help, oh, you just blah, 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 she should be the listener. But then I should be the listener too, because my friend may see it differently and may have counsel for me that I'm unable to see for myself. I believe you listen, or I believe I listen to have, to, to become a better listener. I believe I come to that out of a deep desire to want to be a good listener. You, you see, that sort of is my big umbrella. 
whatever you want to talk to me about, whenever you want to talk about it, no matter what the subject is, I want my deepest desire is for you to be able to speak and for me to be able to listen. Listen so that I can hear. Listen so that you can say whatever you want to say and not feel rushed. I, I just heard this story recently about a, a man who was selling his company and he was describing that he wanted to sell it for $3.5 million. But he felt that the people who are wanting to buy the company would not offer more than three. And suddenly he said, I, I think I'm just going to wait it out, not try to maneuver it. You see how he's trying to move it? He wanted 3.5, but he wasn't sure they were even going to offer three. And if he said 3.5, that might be too much, etc., etc. So he was quiet. And the company came and offered him 3.650. And he said, I was so glad that I decided not to talk, but instead to listen. So we've been talking about this listening and recognizing that listening is active and that there is deep healing power in being heard deeply. Deep healing power in being heard deeply. And I know this must be true of you because I'm as just like you, as you are just like me in so many ways. All I need sometimes is to just say it. I say it aloud to another human being, and I realize another human being is looking at me or listening to me. And if I'm face to face, I can see their body language and their facial expression, and I feel better just having said it. And oftentimes hearing it, you know, through that audible sense of it coming through my ears, not just through my head and my heart, is very therapeutic for me. So I want to give you three steps to be a good listener when someone comes to talk to you. Show you're listening. We've talked about this a little bit in various ways on the listening subject, but show it. Show it with your body language. Show that you're engaged. Show that you're not looking off or fiddling with your jewelry or cleaning your glasses or whatever it is, you know your body. Can you show the person who's talking that you are listening? Secondly, empty your heart. Now this one is so much harder. And I was recently with a group of women, I think there were 14 or 15 of them, and we got on a rather heated subject, especially for 21st century, year 22 um, in America. All of a sudden, one of the girls said, these are all true things. I want to be able to hear whatever someone is saying and not pass judgment. And with that, the whole conversation changed. I, I couldn't believe how many people suddenly changed the course and said, yeah, that's what I do. I pass judgment on what they're saying. I don't believe that she or he has has anything worthwhile they've already said the most important thing and i don't i'm not listening or they're waiting for a person who's on a subject they're waiting for that person to say the thing that they can pounce on and i thought wow i don't want to sit in a conversation with someone who's waiting for me what to make a mistake or waiting for me to um say the very thing they have a smart answer for I think this kind of listening, especially when it's about a subject 
that we may be on the fence about. I recently had a delightful, very long, I kept track, 47-minute conversation with my grandson, quite a young man, quite a big head and big heart. And of course, I would say that because he's my firstborn grandson and my grandchild. So of course, he's pretty wonderful. But as he was talking, I was thinking, wow, wow. But I could sense that he was saying a lot of things as if they were precursors, you know? Well, I'll say this, and then I'll say that, and then I'll say this, and then I'll say that, and then maybe I'll say what I really want to say. So I found myself waiting. I, I was listening, but I also found myself waiting for the what I found to be the important thing he really wanted to say. He probably could have said it in 12 minutes, but I was delighted for all the conversation. But as I was listening, I thought about this point. Not so much that I had judgment, but that I want to keep my heart empty and open. Empty and open. Empty and open enough to offer whatever needs to be offered in that conversation. And when I'm listening, that may be something simple as a word of encouragement. It's so easy to encourage young people. Uh, oh, that was a good statement. How did you know that? I can't believe you're so smart. And of course, if they're your grandchildren and you're the grandparent, how could you be so smart? You know, that rings a lot of bells. But being my, keeping my heart empty, not anticipating where the conversation is going to go or that I was going to disagree with him. He's a boy. He's 17. He's of a different generation. He knows things about stuff that I barely know exist. So I, I always want to keep my head open to respond, but this idea of building a stronger relationship by keeping my heart open. And, and this idea ran through my head as he was talking. What if he says something he wishes he didn't say? <laughs> what are you going to do then, Otto? What are you going to do then, Nana? And I thought, keeping my heart empty, and I'm encouraging you with this idea, if you keep your heart empty, you may be able to offer forgiveness while someone is talking to you and opposing what you dearly love or don't love. Oh, it didn't really happen that way, but the idea, I thought, was very vital and important to me. So I'm here right now, and I'm listening to you. My heart is empty. I don't have judgment. I'm not waiting for you to say something I disagree so I can pounce on you. I'm just there with an open heart, and I'm willing um, to accept that you're going to say something that I might disagree with or not like, and I'm still willing to be open to who you are. And then lastly, make listening holy. This kind of listening will produce the evidence of the fruit of the Spirit. So turn up the volume, like turn up the volume to spiritual listening, to soul listening. I have a number of people in my life who did soul ministries, soul heart ministries. Um, I don't even know what they were all called. And I thought, soul, that's, a, that's an interesting word, our soul. But I think when we make our listening holy, 
we do turn up the spiritual side of our lives and make our soul empty to hear the spirit to be able to respond. That makes me not think about myself. So I have to be unselfish. It makes me want to take the fruit of the spirit joy and peace and hold them and offer them. I've been looking at cups. Okay, so this is a bunny trail. I'm announcing it before I do it. Like the cup of deliverance, the cup of sanctification, the cup of uh, redemption. Mm. And then I came to the cup of joy. Hmm. I drew a little chalice kind of cup and I wrote joy in the glass part. I thought, hmm, I'd like someone to think that when I'm listening to them that I am a cup of joy. That my cup will just bubble and flow and be joyful no matter what they're talking about. I think we have to be peaceful and patient when we're listening to someone who's unloading or giving us negative information, maybe unloading their negative heart. I think we have to be patient with it. And I think in that patience comes the fruit, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. If you're a genuine listener offering a self-controlled response, the talker will be able to be more vulnerable. Vulnerability, I can't tell you how many people talk to me about that big multisyllabic word that we throw around so easily and we find so much harder to do. Is this the place to be vulnerable? This is not the place to be vulnerable? How vulnerable should I be? Should I be a little vulnerable? Shall I test the water and then shall I try a little more? I think the better listener you are, the easier it is for the talker to be vulnerable. Larry Crabb says that no one should die without having told someone everything. I remember reading that the first time thinking, everything? There are a few things I shouldn't tell anyone. I think it's very solid advice. But I think the problem with it is it's much more difficult to find someone who you can tell everything who's going to be unselfish and full of joy and peaceful and patient and kind and gentle with your everything story. I think it's much easier to find someone who will pass judgment, maybe even pat you on the head and say, it will be okay, but you're not sure you should have told them. I, you're like I am, I know. You've said something to someone, you walked away and you go, what was I thinking? What did I say that to him or to her? Well, I don't think that's a question we're ever going to answer completely. But I do know that listening is about building stronger relationships. And in a culture that is in desperate need of deeper relationships, in a culture that has gone from in lifetime having six to eight in-depth close personal friends to maybe one or two, we are seriously in need of being intentional listeners and building better relationships that we might have a deeper net than one or two people who are close to us in body, mind, and soul. James chapter 1 verse 19 and 20 says to, says to us, 
You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, slow to judgment. For your anger does not produce God's righteousness. So I commend to you in this series of lessons about listening for learning and love that you will build stronger relationships if you put on your good listening ears to people who are in your circle of friendships. Hear them without judgment and offer your joy. Remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of being a good listener.